Talk 1110-993-WBT, hour number two underway. Moving on from the trial, Don, it's safe to listen again. I should have told him. I was like, I'm almost done. I think I got one more segment left, Don. Then we're going to get to other stuff. Um, by the way, I got a couple of messages here. Dave says, Pete, I've enjoyed your show since you started, but I've been wanting to say the best part of your show is your opening song. When the Levee Breaks by Led Zeppelin has always been my favorite Zeppelin tune. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. Also, well, wait, so you're saying the best part of my show is the part that I'm not doing. That's okay. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it anyway. Um, <laughs> Dan says, uh, so you're telling me we can track Murdoch's every move, his itinerary, his travel, his steps using his cell phone, and the black box from his SUV, but we can't use the same technology to show how much money from the Ukrainian and Chinese business partners Hunter passed along to the big guy? Ain't that something? That's, yeah. Um, and uh, Jay says, Pete, I find the trial commentary great. Thank you. Uh, appreciate it. I think there was, uh, let me see here. I think I had another tweet here someplace. ACL. Oh, this is the ACL. Here it is. Um, the more I see of this guy, and especially audio video chips of him speaking or clips, uh, the more I'm convinced the great and powerful Alec Murdoch, portrayed as the invincible, iron-fisted, power-wielding, legal, and social lion of the low country, is not much more than a pathetic, whimpering, sniveling, wet-lipped, spoiled, rotten, silver spoon, mental runt of the litter of a once-powerful judicial political dynasty of the Old South. In so many ways, he's simply a sad and pitiable parody of a culture to which many so ignorantly aspire or envy. Uh, thank you, Dan. It's, uh, it's quite the, uh, that's quite the email. And uh, Tim says, Alec Murdoch, embezzling money. Where does the money go? Well, blow and hookers cost a lot of money. Just ask Hunter Biden, says Tim. Okay, thank you. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, and then there's, you know, uh, wondering about the uh, the housekeeper. Did she know too much? And that's why she, you know, tripped and fell and died. Um, oh, see, here I am. I'm still doing, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to be, I didn't mean to continue. To, I just wanted to clear out the emails for people that, you know, wrote about the, uh, wrote about the trial. They did break. And there was, uh, there was, what was the one other thing that Chris Wilson said? Ah. Uh, Richard says, love the trial co uh, coverage. Thank you, uh, Richard. Appreciate it. There was one other item that uh, I'm drawing a blank on it now. He, uh, it, was, it was mildly important, I think, that he had, he had made reference to something, and I thought that was mildly important, but uh, obviously not because I don't remember it now, and I didn't even write it down as a note, so obviously not that important. So let's move on. Let's get to rioting, anti-rioting. Um. North Carolina House approved legislation yesterday. This is just in the House so far. And this is a bill that's being shepherded uh, and sponsored by the Speaker of the House, Tim Moore. It would implement stricter criminal penalties for rioting, sending the controversial bill that critics have called racist over to the Senate. Now, I, I do want to give a hat tip to the uh, News and, or yeah, I think it's News and Observer or Charlotte, the McClatchy reporter, Avi Bajpai, I think is how he pronounces it badge pie um, who put the word racist in the scare quotes. I do appreciate that. <laughs> that it, they've called racist to the Senate after more than an hour and a half of debate, including the adoption of some last minute amendments. 
House Bill 40 was approved 75 to 43 in a mostly party line vote, which is also known as, that's right, a bipartisan vote. That's right, 75-43, that is a bipartisan vote. It picked up six House Democrats voting in favor of it. And of the six, I believe four of them are black. So I guess this is the... What was it that we heard after the Memphis police beating of Tyree Nichols that this is internalized white supremacy? Is that is that what we saw here? Representative Shelley Willingham, a primary sponsor of the legislation, along with Representative Michael Ray, both of whom voted for a previous iteration of the bill back in August of 2021, that it was eventually vetoed by the governor. These two voted in favor of it again. They were joined by Representatives Abe Jones, Garland Pierce, Cecil Brockman, and Laura Budd also. That is enough to override the governor's veto. And the Republicans allowed for amendments to be made um, that changed a couple of the provisions, which garnered more support, which is, I mean, that's what I thought I heard Democrats saying they wanted to see more of. Right. This this conciliatory process, uh, I can run some amendments, I can get some uh, concerns addressed and then I may be voting for it, you know. So the original language uh, make what made it it makes it a more serious felony if you willfully engage in a riot. And if you cause serious bodily injury or property damage that is valued at more than fifteen hundred dollars. And so. I guess due to inflation, they said that's too low. So we need to bump that up. And so Democrats said, hey, let's uh, let's raise that because, you know, I don't really think it's rioting if you cause like sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars worth of real property damage, maybe uh, twenty five hundred dollars. And that makes it worse. And so the Republicans, I they agreed to that. So now it's twenty five hundred dollars. Uh, there's also a provision in the bill that uh, says it, it's it's essentially a cooling off period. So if you get busted while you're busting up the windows and busting up skulls as a member of Antifa or something in Uptown, uh, the magistrates can't just set you free so you can run on back down and keep on burning and looting and rioting, right? So the original bill uh, called for a 48-hour cooling off period. Uh, that has now been reduced to 24 hours. And so that was one of four, amen- one of four amendments uh, to the bill that got adopted. Um, other increased penalties would apply in situations in which a person, a person engages in a riot and causes somebody's death or assaults a cop or some other emergency personnel. Um, critics have said, this is according to, by the way, yes, the uh, Charlotte Observer story. Critics have said, They're concerned the bill's enhanced penalties will be disproportionately applied to people of color and have accused its supporters of wanting to silence protests for racial justice and other causes. But Speaker Tim Moore and other sponsors of the bill, including Willingham, who is black, have vehemently rejected that notion, saying that the law applies to everybody equally. Marsha Morey, former judge... Uh, Durham County Democrat, she said, if a speeding ticket could be issued for the fastest bill we've ever seen, this bill would get it. Mm -hmm. It was too fast. 
It moved too fast. Oh, I didn't have enough time to debate it and discuss it. No. All right. This bill was debated almost two years ago. This bill has been working its way through the legislature since May 2021. I went back and pulled my notes from, and my, my, uh, I had the, yeah, the entire May 10th, 2021 debate, the floor debate over this legislation. And Marsha Mori had comments about it. Let's see, this is again from May 2021. Let's see, Riot 6. This is Marsha Mori. I understand the purpose of this bill. I mean, we are all opposed to rioting, looting, seeing what we have seen. Yeah. On January 6th, in Raleigh, wherever. The balance of people's rights is what I am concerned about. The people that are out there exercising their First Amendment rights yeah. to assemble and free speech. Yeah. And we need to make sure their rights are protected. They are. And they are not swept up into those who form criminal con- intent. Well, see, here's a good way to not get swept up with the people that are, what did she say there, performing criminal intent or something? Like, how about you don't break the windows? Right, that's a good that's a good way not to do it. Or if somebody starts breaking into a, a a building or they start beating somebody up or they start lighting something on fire, you go in the other direction. You leave the scene. Rather than let's say, you know, cheering them on or helping them to break down the door or jumping into the business and looting it after they broke down the doors, stuff like that. So if you see this kind of behavior happening, you should just go in the other direction. You should get away from it. And this way you won't get swept up in it, right? That just seems to me to be a good rule of thumb. I, I just, are we having the talk? Is this the talk? Just go in the different direction. Just go away from where the bad stuff is happening, and then there's less of a chance you're going to get swept up in it when you're just exercising your First Amendment rights. So that's a good idea, I thought. Representative Abe Jones, um, also former judge from Wake County, And uh, he supports this legislation. He voted for it. And he spoke way back when, May 10th, 2021, back when I guess this bill was speeding its way across the finish line yesterday. Took almost two years, right? You're going to want to hear his comments. I'll play him in a minute. Yeah. All right, so State Representative Marsha Mori during the uh, debate over this this bill that would increase the penalties for riotous behavior, for rioting. These laws, they're already on the books. This is just increasing the penalties. There is an additional cooling off period, essentially, to keep some of the rioters from going right back out to continue in the rioting. Once they, you know, if they get picked up, brought down to the jail, they don't get, just get immediately turned loose by a magistrate. They've got to be held for 24 hours it got bipartisan support. It got six Repu- or uh, six Democrats to join the Republicans. Four of those six Democrats are black. Yet you got people that are up there saying it's racist. This thing is racist. And then Marsha Mori saying there's a fast track. This bill is being fast tracked. And thank you, Andy, for sending this along. It's the it's the history of the bill that went through in 2021 that got vetoed by the governor. They they could not override the veto, but it got. You know, from May 
then it goes to what judiciary, then it goes to rules, then it goes to I mean, just one committee to another committee. It passes a reading and then it goes over to the uh, to the House. And they debate it and it goes back and forth and different committees. You know, when this thing finally won was uh, one passage was September. So May, June, July, August, September, five months that this bill was worked on. The governor vetoed it. Now the Republicans are one vote shy of a supermajority. They have obviously peeled away enough Democrats who will support this so they can override the governor's veto. It had bipartisan support last year or two years ago almost. Abe Jones was one of them. One Democrat. uh, He's a former judge. And this is what he said back on May 11th or May 10th, um, 2021, on the floor as he's torching his fellow Democrats and apologists for the rioters. Before I start, I just want to make it crystal clear. I'm not speaking for anyone except me. I'm a resident of Raleigh. And uh, the morning after they tore the hell out of downtown, I drove down there. It broke my heart. Because people tried to hijack what was largely peaceful demonstrations, not just here, but all across the country, against black men being shot unarmed by police, which I consider to be a very, very important issue. And I resent hoodlums and thugs destroying people's private property in the name of a good cause. And, I, and when I was watching it on TV, I thought to myself, I turned to the person I was watching and said, how come the newsman can record these guys, but the cops can't stop them? And in Raleigh, I can speak to what happened in Raleigh, the police were told to stand down. They, they were there, but they stood down the other end of the mall, and these people tore the hell out of downtown. That's what happened. And I don't know who will criticize me for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I may not be up here more than two years, but I'm going to say what I'm going to say. I despise violence and people who tear up people's property that they didn't earn and people with a private pizza shop or a shop with a pane glass window. And these guys think they have the, under the name of something good, go down there and do violence and do crime. So I compliment you, Speaker Moore. This bill is needed to send a message from this House that that will not be tolerated in North Carolina. I don't tolerate it. And I think many, many people of liberal progressive persuasion or Democrats don't tolerate it either. And I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for some of us to say it, for God's sake. I'm saying it today. I despise that kind of conduct. And if the, bill, if the, if the punishment is a little bit of harsh, so be it. So be it. Because when you have, and, and, and let, me, let me speak to that one line that uh, Judge Morey brought up. It reads, willfully engaging in a riot if it results in either property damage of $1,500 or more 
or serious bodily harm, or if the participant has a dangerous weapon or substance in, in the participant's possession. What's the prefatory statement? Willfully engaging in a riot. Right. You're out there rioting, not peacefully protesting. Right. You're busting up glass. You got stuff breaking in. That's what qualifies you to be punished under the statute. And you should be. And I'm sick and tired of these people hijacking my causes. We don't deserve it. And, we, and I'm joining with you and voting for this. I don't care who you are. Well, whoever you is that votes for this, I'm voting with it. <laughs> I didn't check my position with anybody. And I apologize to anyone who may be offended by anything I've said. But I've spoken the truth as I know it. And as long as I'm in this body, I will always speak the truth as I know it. That's the truth. Thank you. All right, so that was Abe Jones. He is still, he did not lose his seat. He is still in the legislature. And he is on board with this bill again. It passed the state house. The measure also allows property owners whose businesses are damaged in a riot to go after the perpetrator and to sue them and to get three times the monetary damage as compensation. So if you got $3,000 worth of damage done to your your place of business and they catch the guy who did it, you can go after that person for nine grand. Several advocacy groups whose members participate frequently in riots, I, I'm sorry, in uh, demonstrations, blasted the proposal, though. They say it's an attack on the Black Lives Matter movement and an attempt to discourage minority and low-income residents from speaking out. See what they do? This this is Mott Bailey, right? The, you're you're going to make this argument like you're trying to silence us and, and preventing us from demonstrating. And, and well, well, no, I'm not for that. I don't want to prevent people from demonstrating for social justice. But that's not what's happening, right? It's just, That's a lie. Nobody is stopping that from occurring. It's increasing the penalties against people who are, as... Judge Jones said, willfully engaging in rioting. You see somebody engaging in the riotous behavior. Hey, let's grab him. And, you know, this idea that he spoke to last year, he's exactly right. That is what happened. People were allowed to rampage through through cities. This was explicit, too. They were given explicit permission to do this. Tyler Day of Common Cause, North Carolina, left-wing organization, said that this could be used to punish bystanders or speakers whose words inadvertently incite violence. There's actually law about that already, Tyler. But um, what do you think about, say, Donald Trump on January 6th? Did his, did, did his speech incite the violence, in your opinion? He said, if a riot takes place, some innocent, peaceful protesters may be interwoven with the intruders who have come to hijack their message. Like, tell me that doesn't sound like everybody who talks about defending the, J the January 6th riots, right? They say the same thing. It's the same argument. Tim Moore is making the same argument whether you're storming the Capitol on January 6th or whether you're storming downtown after a police shooting. If you are engaged in the rioting behavior... These are the penalties. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. 
Pete Callender here. 704-570-1110. 1-800-WBT-1110. Let's get Mickey on the program. Hello, Mickey. Welcome to the program. Hello, Pete. I hey. love your program. Thanks. I love your uh, station. Uh, that was really a stand-up position that the gentleman in the legislature just of the recording you just played? Yeah, the, uh, Representative Abe Jones, a Democrat uh, from Wake County and uh, former judge. Amen. Um, and, and more power to him. Uh, he is the example of what the rest of the good people in this country need to do. They need to not stand by and cow down. They need to speak out. I don't care which party they're in or uh, what color they are, or what church they go to, or not, or whatever. Also, uh, on the three times uh, the, the damage, or, or yeah, for caused, the yeah, if, uh, if yeah. you d- get your business damaged or property damaged, right. you can sue for three times the cost. Yeah. Well, you they need to extend who they can sue to the deep pockets organizations that are behind these riots mm. and uh, those who can be uh, it can be proven a direct connection such as pre-locating bricks to be thrown through windows etc um, third point I had a conversation in uh, at the gas pumps with a, a guy uh, he was saying that uh, it was a bright, sunny, shiny day. He was saying that we need to convert everything to solar. Mm. And I told him uh, my opinion was that uh, due to the fact you can't store that stuff, uh, we're not ready for it, even if we could do that. Uh, that perhaps right now the best option uh, to satisfy the arguments and the uh, positions taken that uh, uh, hybrid is a pretty good example, a pretty good workout for the temporary yeah. interim. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, look, the, the technology is getting better and better, and the more uh, advancements are made, then the more competitive it's going to get to some degree, right? And who knows, it may create some, it, you know, maybe we discover something else and we move completely to that. Who knows? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, that's, even Joe Biden true. says we're going to need we're going to need oil production for you know another ten years. So, <laughs> well, I think my opinion, and I used to work for Exxon. I'll say that uh, they do make a lot of money, but they do an awful lot uh, to contribute the possibilities that we have in our economy, and not just in this country, but worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the point I wanted to really make about oh. that, that conversation, I told the man that uh, I really enjoyed talking to him about it, uh, and he had started the conversation. And the point being that I believe the left, the extreme left in particular, in uh, shutting down opposition and conversation and uh, supposedly we can't talk about religion, politics, or money these days, but we need to stand up like Abe did and say what 
uh, at least open up the the uh, the channel to talk to each other. Don't let the political parties shut either side down. Right. Uh, what one more thing? Oh, okay. Uh, the same way that uh, Abe said, uh, right essentially, right is right, and we need to support those who are. Uh, using their constitutional right to to parade or whatever uh but but just like uh the black lives matter they do matter but not only that all all lives matter i think we all know that uh particularly the unborn children who have no protection other than what's legislated and enforced and uh, people need to, uh, what I said about the people standing up for right, they, they need to stand up and be willing to voice their support for our first responders, police, military. At the same time, fund those sufficiently that they don't hire, have to hire or resort to hiring the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. And they uh, can get rid of the rotten apples. Mick, that's all I had to say. Well, that you said a lot. I appreciate it, Mickey. Thank you for the call. I do appreciate it. Um, the the comments from Abe Jones, like I, I was struck when he said also that um, he you know he's standing there and he's waiting on you know his colleagues to stand up and say something, and no one's saying anything. And so, okay, well, I'll do it then. You know, that's and so good for him. Good for him. Like the people who uh, this is. One of the most amazing aspects of the uh, of all the you know the summer of love demonstrations and the the mostly peaceful riots um, and the damage that was done. I mean they they attacked areas that are you know controlled by the party that is essentially feeding them. Right? That they attacked their own. This, this is you know left wing violence and social justice marches that turned riotous and i know they tried to blame what was it the boogaloo boys or something they tried to blame some right wingers from coming they're the ones that came in and did it doesn't matter to me you catch them doing it right throw them in jail too um the damage that was done i i've told this before when the riots broke out after the uh, Keith Lamont Scott shooting which remember in Charlotte the lie that was promulgated at the beginning of that, we had video of it. There was multiple angles of video. It was a good shoot, and the guy would not, Scott would not listen to the officers, right? Had a gun in his hand, started to raise it up, and that's, like, that's it. You don't get to point a gun at people. If they've already got a gun on you, right, and these are cops giving you lawful commands, which is to drop the gun, then you don't get to raise it and point it. And remember what everybody said at first? They said it was he was holding a book. Remember? The lie that got spread. And that's what, who was it that said uh, in one of these comments uh, during this debate? They said, where was it? Uh, there was a lawmaker who said, oh, you know what, we should have... Uh, uh, swift justice, and that means you know finding out what happened immediately and getting that uh, getting that information out immediately. Oh, here it is, Amos Quick, Guilford County Democrat. 
He said the way to prevent violence is a quick response by authorities to wrongdoing. And at first I thought he was going to make this argument like, yeah, like go in and, and stop the rioting, you know, with the overwhelming show of force, militarized police or something like that. I thought that's where he was going. But no, no, he said rapid action against cops in Memphis after the the beating death of Tyree Nichols, right, that discouraged rioting nationwide. Is that what did it? Is that what did it? The swift, the the, the swift uh, charging of the cops, or was it the release of the body cam footage where we could all see what happened in the poll footage? Right, you could see all of that happen immediately. But what do you do when lies get spread? Hands up, don't shoot anybody. Right, when the lies are spread, and that's used to riot. And what about when you've got the actors who are trying to foment the riots for the political benefit. Because I would point out that the riots don't occur for some reason when one party holds power. Have you noticed this? Have you noticed it? Yeah, way less riotous behavior. Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. Got a tweet from the Hellion who says, very impressed with that lawmaker's speech, Abe Jones. Also, it's about damn time. <laughs> uh, well, I just, I welcome everybody that wants to, that wants to pitch in. Um, Chris uh, responding to uh, one of the comments uh, from one of the leftists who was opposed to the increased penalties for rioting. Uh, so leftists think you should not be punished if you're not calling for violence, but you say something that might inadvertently incite people to violence. Since when is that the standard? I mean, I know it's been a while, but I think I remember a president getting impeached for pretty much this. Before I start, yeah, I just want exactly. to make it crystal clear. I'm not speaking for anyone except me. I'm a resident of Raleigh. And uh, the morning after they tore the hell out of downtown... I drove down there. It broke my heart. That's Abe Jones. That was a speech he gave in May of 2021, almost two years ago, in response to his Democratic colleague and former fellow judge uh, in the in Raleigh, uh, or yeah, well, she's from yeah, so Wake County, Marsha Mori. You know, he said your characterization of this of this bill is not accurate. This is willfully engaging. In a riot. It's different. Um, it's not just, oh, I was standing on the side and I may have been saying some stuff. And then, you know, people went and did some stuff. And, uh, but, oh, and then I got swept up in in this anti-riot stuff. These are sentences. This is after you've been proven to be guilty, right? That That's when these sentences kick in. Uh, what else we got going on? Pistol purchase permits. Yeah, legislators in both houses of the General Assembly filed identical bills for the repeal of the state's pistol permit purchase laws. Right, this was uh, the the laws came from uh, Democrats trying to keep people from uh, owning firearms uh, by making it uh, making the uh, permit system run through the sheriff's office. And, you know, back then you had to uh, sound good moral character or something like that. And so the sheriffs could basically prohibit people that they didn't like from getting guns. And 
back when Democrats did it, it was predominantly black people that they did not want to the sheriffs did not the white sheriffs did not want the black residents to be able to arm themselves against the Klan. So they said you got to go through our office to get the permits. Senate Bill 40 is titled Pistol Permit Purchase Repeal. It got filed by Senator Danny Britt from Robeson County, along with Warren Daniel from Burke County and Jim Perry from Lenore County, or as I call it, Lenoir. Uh, The bill would repeal various statutes surrounding the issuance or denial of a permit for buying a pistol or similar firearm. It also repeals statutes dealing with the confidentiality and record-keeping requirements related to such permits and related statutes for buying blank cartridge pistols. Additionally, if passed and signed, the bill would repeal a law that allows a sheriff to access a record of involuntary commitment for mental health treatment or for substance abuse treatment. Critics have pointed out that this law is duplicative. You don't need it because the National Instant Criminal Background Check System already requires that information. But in the past few years, Mecklenburg County Sheriff Gary McFadden has been using this to jam up the approval process to slow it all down. He's been abusing the mental health statute to delay concealed carry permits. And so this is now another effort that the legislature is going to attempt here to make him follow the spirit of the law and to to close this loophole. Um, they'll probably get consolidated because there are two different bills, one in the House, one in the Senate. Um, what else? Do, 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 do. We've got, oh, North Carolina Republicans have filed a Medicaid expansion bill in the state house, kicking off this year's debate over whether to extend health care to hundreds of thousands of the state's working poor. Around half a million North Carolinians would gain access to health insurance if the state expands Medicaid. Nearly every other state has already done so. Um, one in every four North Carolinians is currently on Medicaid, and while the bill would uh, would increase that figure at the start, the bill's sponsor uh, hopes that uh, the job training incentives that they've included in this will actually decrease it eventually. Uh, my prediction, it actually will not. You have the woodwork effect. They always end up with more people and always costs more money. But um, we shall see if this actually goes anywhere because on the Senate side, they want to get rid of the certificate of need uh, approval process for all medical facilities to get built. And the House is not interested in doing that yet. Uh, Hospitals apparently have more power in the House than the Senate, I guess.